Hi, folks. This bonus episode will be about fantasy football. Just in case you were looking for our regular content, we will have those episodes out soon. Also, we use some new tech, new tech this episode, and unfortunately, you can hear the technical difficulties with my audio. Hopefully, uh, you will enjoy this bonus fantasy football episode regardless. <laughs> Everyone, um, uh, you are listening to a fantasy football podcast. This is not a regularly scheduled program. Um, uh, hi, my name is Hugh Tran. I am the host of uh, Hitting the High Notes, Utah Jazz Talk. Uh, this is uh, not a Hitting the High Notes episode. This is a fantasy football high notes episode uh, we're doing here. I-, I brought on some friends with me here. We're going to um, uh, talk some fantasy football. If that's what you're into, keep listening. If you want to hear more of um, uh, stuff from any of our other podcasts, you know, go see those other episodes. That's that's just fine too. So, uh, like I said, I brought in Stabler, uh, Stabler from the Tide Raid with Stabler and friends. What's up, Stabler? Hey, how you doing, who? Oh, uh, you know, just hanging out. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice, cool Sunday. Uh, the weather um, has been cloudy, so it's not, it's not like a hundred degrees. It's been nice. So, um, uh, yeah, just today we'll be golfing this morning. Thanks for babysitting huh? for us, so we could go out and do a little <laughs> golfing. How, how did um, how did golfing go for you? Uh, just about as uh, bad as usual. No, oh, see, and that, and that's, and that's just, that's okay. That's fine. Like golfing is like one of those things that I just have in my life where I don't, I don't need to be competitive. If I shank a ball, whatever. I just, I just love hitting the ball. So everything else in life, I'm yeah. pretty competitive. But I'm uh, in in golf. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Um, with Stabler here, we also brought in Nate. Um, also, um, whatever he said, he said whatever Stabler does, I do, and I like it. That's why we brought in Nate. Nate, what's up, there, Nate? What's going on, Stu? How you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you Nate Dog. Is that right, Nate Dog? Uh, you call me whatever you want, man. Yeah, got to keep that alive. How, how's your Sunday, but You're doing some homework. Uh yeah, just trying to get my uh, math stuff done. Since I procrastinated all week. Yeah, school's for fools, man, as Adam Sandler would say. So <laughs> very much so. Um, uh, so yeah, we're doing fantasy. I wanted to bring you on um, this couple here because um, uh, they tell me that the couple that plays together, that plays fantasy football together, stays together. First of all, it's uh, Noel Mackie Pove. What's up, Noel? Hi. Yeah, um, uh, she doesn't uh, currently have a podcast that I know of. If you want to listen to her parenting advice, um, uh, join with uh, Noelle <laughs> and, uh, and her three kids. Uh, two to be three kids, right? <laughs> right. Um, uh, the Noelle and Kids podcast. Uh, soon, soon to be on Apple, Spotify, where you can podcast. Noelle, how, how's it going? Oh, it's going. It's, you know, yeah. we... Know, Our kids you know, are, are locked in a room upstairs, so they can't bother the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, like, 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 see, again, that's that's good parenting advice. People need to listen to your podcast <laughs> or you, whatever you want to do. But um, uh, but they're uh, well fed. They're well fed. Right. And, uh, they're entertained, so they're fine. <laughs> good, good. Well, we also brought in um uh, the, the old ball and chain, as you you call him, um uh, <laughs> uh Mr. Pove. Tyson, um, uh, he, if you want to like, um, uh, get some baseball tips, some hitting tips, go to this guy. Um, uh, I, I took I took a class of his, and uh, my softball game has never been. What's up, Tyson? <laughs> What's going on here? How are you? Oh, uh, you know, just hanging out. You know, just just trying to, um, uh, you know, get quarantine done. We're self isolating, trying to at least still. Well, most of us are, or some of us are. I don't know. I should say most, but some of us are. So we're trying to get that done. Um, I, I want to get you guys on because. It's, it's, we're, we're doing this at the end of June, right? This podcast at the end of June. I'm, I've already started drafting in some of my dynasty football leagues, um, which is crazy. 
because uh, there's a lot of things going on right now. Um, so I do, I do want to press it before we get into our, our topics here. That if you're listening to the Fantasy Football Podcast to get like advice on who to draft in the eighth round, what sneakers to get, this is not the episode for you. We might do episodes like that later, but this is going to be more something like a, a primer for Fantasy Football, um, which is crazy because if you're listening to a Fantasy Football Podcast, you probably have already played Fantasy Football. But these, this is for like beginners, newbies, or people who just want to hear some good Fantasy Football stories. So, um, Stabler, we were talking earlier. All right, before the podcast about so like I said we started drafting in June for our dynasty football podcast, which I thought was crazy because number one, that's super early. Like training camps have yeah. not started yet. Uh and this year, like things have just are we don't know what's going on because COVID is going on. Uh what are your thoughts about that? Like and how it's gonna affect that? Well, a couple things. Yeah, we were talking about it with my league today, just randomly. I started having thoughts about like how are we going to deal with this if, uh, I don't know, like, let's use an example. Um, Saquon Barkley gets COVID, like, right before the game, and he can't play. That's your best player. And say, like, you're, you're 10th on the waiver list. Does that mean somebody else is going to swoop up that backup running back because he's unclaimed? Or are we going to allow that person to have access to the backup? Or, or just, just a lot of confusing things that we're going to have to deal with with COVID. So what do you guys think on that? No, man. I'm a, if I'm a, if he's on the waiver wire, it's a free game for anybody. If if you have Fair safe game. water, you don't have, you don't have his backup. That's on you, man. You yeah, yeah. Bench spots for season, I guess. So, but I, yeah, I played. So I was wondering league, if you yeah. wanted. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, thank you, Actually, <laughs> uh, we, we said yeah. we we're gonna do that. I just say, I'm like, if if you don't have the backup, I mean, I play with in deeper leagues where sometimes you have to have backups to, to your own your, your own studs. Also, it is uh but it's a different way of thinking about fantasy football, I guess. Yeah, so you probably yeah, – I, I was wondering also maybe add in like uh, for like a handcuff, like add more roster spots just in case so you can cover yourself if you want to use that for the draft or things like that. But Yeah, sorry, somebody we live in the COVID world. Uh, what were you saying, Nate? Oh, I, I – yeah, that was actually me. But, yeah, I I oh. honestly think if, if you're going to start a league and you're going to allow that to happen, I would love to be a part of your league. Um, every single year, I'm the guy who has eight different guys on the IR. So, <laughs> so yeah. that's the Tyson, case. Yeah. I don't know who you are. I've just met you, but I would love to get into your league. That would be amazing. Tyson. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Let's talk about um. Uh, so, um, yeah, getting into um, uh, getting into fantasy football um uh, is there's a uh, so the, the the great thing about fantasy football there are so many different league types. Um, so if you're trying to like, um, I know Stabler, um, he puts together a work league every year. And um, uh, a lot of times there's, there's a lot of new people getting in and people who haven't played before. Um, and like, we, we all have work leagues where people are just like, Oh yeah, we'll do that. That's fun. You, you might throw a few bucks here and there into it. Just, and, and just to play with your, your, uh, your coworkers to have a little more bonding experience there. Everybody kind of does like the standard snake draft one QB league. Um, to say, well, what, what, it's so fun to start leagues with like just just start as many leagues as you can. So, sorry, you cut out in the last part. What did you ask? Oh, I was like, um, uh, why why do you um why do you enjoy starting leagues with like friends who've never done it before, coworkers, or just like like you, you start a lot of leagues? I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all over the board, dude. I like fantasy baseball and fantasy football. I only commission uh, one league currently right now, just because uh it's. It's been tenured for over probably 12 years, I think, and we've had a few people in and out, but for the most part, I think our cores stayed about the same eight people, 
Um, and I think from here on out, it's probably going to stay. So, so I like doing that mostly, uh, just cause it's like, that, familiarity. That it's a good time. no, I'm talking football. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay, um, sorry. yeah, yeah. So our football one, um, it's a 12 team league. Uh, we've always been doing a one keeper, but this year is going to be fresh. Cause we had a few people like our buddy, Nate, who's in this conversation with us, who, uh hopped into the league joined a team and his keepers were horrible and he was like the 10th pick in the draft so so he basically just got dealt a shitty hand so we're we're starting fresh for everybody uh work leagues are fun though man you mentioned the work leagues i don't run that one i'm in it with somebody i'm the reigning champ at brighton recovery center by the way uh but i mean it's fun because then you get a bullshit with people at work uh and you know a lot of people start that's how you start liking football is just knowing that you have a player to root for that could get you some money. And, and sometimes it's like people that don't know anything end up winning a lot of money. So it's a lot of fun. I'd suggest so it for Nate, anybody. Uh, Nate, do you play a lot of leagues? Um, uh, so we just heard that you jumped into this a uh, long time league that Stabler and his friends had. Um, uh, do you play, like, do you, do you play in a lot of leagues or do you keep it below 10 or what leagues do you play in? I'm in about three or four different leagues right now. In fact, my work one, we just switched to a auction draft for this coming year. So oh, I'm kind of that. Let me just give you a round of applause there. I mean, uh, switching to so switching to auction draft is a, a real big um, uh, key for me. Um, I, I did that many, many years ago. I've never looked back. Um, so we'll get to Tyson in a minute because Tyson's got a pretty funny story. I hope he has a pretty funny story about it. But Noel. Um, um, how did you get started playing fantasy football? I think I think it was you that started it when we were th- uh, waiting tables and, together. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were I waiting think, tables, I, I, and you were. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was like, yeah, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah I am. Uh, I, my thought too was, like, I'm pretty sure Noel. I was in Noel's first league, but I don't remember how we got there. So I hope I hope you remember the story. <laughs> I honestly, I just remember, oh my gosh, it was so many years ago, but I just remember you being like, you were always playing it and then you were like, Hey, I'm doing it. And I, I don't know if you just needed like another person. And so I just happened to be there and you were like, Oh, Hey, why don't you come do this? And I didn't know anything. And you had to like walk me through the entire process and you'd either like nod at me like, yeah, you should probably go for that guy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I still have no idea what I'm doing. So, and and that, when you say many years, like that was like ten years ago. It feels like um, uh, it, was. And, it was forever ago. And yeah, we've been playing for a, a long time now. And um, uh, you did very well your first few years in, in the league. I remember um, I, you made the playoffs to probably your first year. I want to say I did. I did. Yeah. I I have like a history of scoring like the most amount of points in the whole season. And yet for whatever reason, I keep like losing to people because I, even though I score so many points, I would like just would lose each week. And I'm like, how, like, why does this keep happening? Like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that is like the, like the luck of the draw as they say. And, and it sucks to, we, we've all been there where we've had teams that are like, wow, our team's so good. We just end up playing the best team every week. And it's frustrating. Um, yeah, like so that's funny because like I remember Noel. I think he's like you watch football, so I was like, oh yeah, she would be interested in this. And I mean, did it change the game of football for you? Like, does it make football more enjoyable for you now? Because um, I mean, before you were you were a Chiefs fan. Number one, congratulations oh, yeah. this year. And Thank number you. two, Thank um, uh, yeah, like <laughs> now, do you feel more interested, more invested? Uh, like uh, Stabler said, more invested in watching other games because you have 
uh, you know, players in the game that are not on your team. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely because before that, like, yeah, I was just a Chiefs fan, and so I just show up and I'd watch my 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 team play, and then that was it. You know, like Sunday's over, I'm done. I I did my time, but you know, I'm directing these guys. I don't even know their names. I don't even know who they are. I just know that Green plays for Cincinnati, so I guess I'm gonna tune in and watch that game and see what happens. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't get turf toe. Um, but yeah, like I feel, I, I feel like it really kind of broadened football for me and helped me branch out. And I don't know, I, I watch a lot more football now. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of fun. So Tyson, I'm actually thinking about this right now. I, I'm thinking, cause like Noel and I have been playing fantasy football longer together than you guys have actually together as a couple. So that's, that's kind of crazy, Tyson. <laughs> I know. I remember when I moved home because, of course, I didn't live in Utah for about twelve different about twelve years. I lived in a bunch of different states, but kind of bounced around. So I had friends all over the country, and of course, fantasy football. One of the funnest things to do is a draft, and especially in person. So, you know, I moved home. I don't have a, know a ton of people around here. I end up meeting Noelle, and she's like, "Well, you know, I have a friend who has a league." And, you know, so I joined into the league and I remember seeing your setup and I thought, no, this is going to be terrible. And it ended up being the funnest thing. And I've, I've been a part of it ever since. Yeah. So, so when he says he, he saw my setup, so Nate, this will, this will uh, be included what uh, was happening with you here. My setup was, it was an auction draft. I think it was actually two QB at the time too. It was two QBs as an auction draft. And Tyson was vehemently against auction drafts at that point. Like he, he I remember after we did that draft, he had to make a, his own league to make sure we had a snake draft because he wanted to have a snake draft in. Uh, Tyson, talk to us about the difference between what you feel with the snake draft and the auction draft now. Well, to be honest, I mean, I, I know that the snake draft, obviously, I feel like there's more strategy, like considering like who you think will be there in the later rounds. Um, and so it's fun. That was always fun to me because you always played that game of like, who's my sleeper and who's this and who's that. And as far as auction drafts, it's like you almost can affect other people's entire draft. So instead of just waiting your turn and like having a strategy of who you're going to let go and who you're going to go after and everything, and you're just in control of your draft with auction, it was a little bit, it ended up being a little bit more fun for me just because I felt like I could kind of affect other people's draft. Like I knew like so-and-so was, you know, this huge fan of this person, or you could tell when somebody was going really hard after somebody and you could kind of upbid them, even if you didn't want them, which obviously hurt them later because then they ran out of money. So for me, it was, it was a lot funner just to be a part of something, even if you didn't want a certain player or something like that. Like I used, I, I mean, my wife, I normally I sleep on the couch for at least a week after the auction draft, <laughs> just because my wife gets mad because I dim on all of the Chiefs players um, that she wants. <laughs> She's like, you made me overpay for Mahomes, but, you know, it ends up working out for her. Yeah, she still got Mahomes, and she still did very well. Um, Nate, so um, you, talk, <laughs> you, you talked about changing your one of your drafts to Snake. Is this your first auction draft that you're doing, Nate? Yeah, this is my first time doing an auction draft. Uh, and what 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 made you guys um, uh, want to do the, the switch from a snake to an auction? 
Well, we've been running this league for about five or six years now, and we're getting more competitive. And the players that were kind of beginners learning are now fully invested and wanting to make a change and make it a little more competitive amongst us. So, plus, it doesn't help that I've probably been in the Super Bowl or won it three out of the four or three or four times so far. <laughs> so, they, 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 they change it up, they'll, they'll be able to, um, uh, to um, uh, stop you from um, uh, dominating them in the later rounds, I guess. <laughs> I think that's what they're planning on, but we just wanted more of a, you know, kind of a challenge, more of a uh, funner type league. And this seemed like the mass majority of people wanted to do. So we switched it up. Uh, Stabler, so I know you talked about you, you you only commissioned one league with your longtime friends and like you have a work league. And uh, I know that you kind of did an all girls league uh, with some, some people, not you personally, but you were, you helped, you were, you helped get that started. Um, yeah, yeah. My wife, my wife runs a league that I helped her start with her friends. So we do a dual draft party every year. So it's 20, 24 people, 12 guys, 12 girls, just smorgasbord of food. It's a lot of fun. Plenty of beers. Stabler just wants a league he can win. Yeah, <laughs> they won't let me into the ladies. League. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like a, it sounds like an orgy of fun, sir. Um, <laughs> so Stabler, um, uh, so do you, have you done auction drafts before? I have never done auction draft ever. I, I think I did one with you like maybe like six or seven years ago online. And I I think I was busy. I had to go into work or something. So I only got about, I didn't realize how much time it would take. And so I got about an hour in and I was like, oh crap, I got to, I got to go. Sorry. So I didn't really get the full experience. But if I were to get everybody on board in my league, what I would like ideally would like to do is a four year dynasty league where the first year we do an auction draft and uh, everybody that you auction, that's your team to start with. So the following year, um, if you want to retain their contract, it costs you $10 more than what you bought them at, at the auction. So it's, it's your choice to either buy them for $10 more and that counts against your budget for the following year or, or you dump them back into the pool kind of an idea. Uh, so if, like, say you got somebody for a dollar, the next year it only cost you 11 to keep them. And then I'd throw in, have everybody throw in an extra $25 a year into a large pot, and then it would be kind of like a, like a World Cup thing. So the fourth, fourth year, the winner gets the winnings plus all four years of the, the bonus $25, and then you'd blow it up and start over. That would be... That would be my perfect ideal situation, but I have a lot of people in the league that that don't like much change or progression. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. That's we still, interesting we still don't even do PPR. Oh, really? Oh man, like yeah. um, it's so, voted yeah. down every year. I, I get I get that. So yeah, you're kind of talking about more like a contract league, and hopefully the, uh, this fantasy football episode does well. And you know, people like it. We can do more and talk more, like you know, dynasty leagues and other type of leagues that people can do besides the standard, you know, ten team, twelve team snake draft. Here's this because everybody does that, and I feel like you know, there, there needs to be a space, a more space for other types of drafts and other types of leagues uh, that are a little wonky. So Tyson and Noel have been playing with me for multiple years now uh, in, in the league, and uh, like Tyson just talked about how when we first started, um, uh, you know, auction draft was foreign to him, but. I, I, I want to say Tyson's grown to love it. Um, uh, he talks about affecting other people's draft because, yeah, you can you can bid up the price on people that you don't want, but make other people spend their budget. But also, it, it gives you the chance to like really focus on guys. Why I like auction drafts is that there there are some rounds where like I have like the fourth pick in like the fourth round, and like anybody in that area, like the like the next five picks, I'm like you know, there's nobody I really like here, but 
man, if I just had, you know, picks in the, you know, two picks at the end of the uh, fourth or beginning of the fifth, man, those two guys I really want, I can actually, you know, save my money or bid them up and try to get those guys on my team. If I really wanted them, I could overpay for them and, and have them. Like I could have the guys I want regardless. Like if I wanted Patrick Mahomes this year, I could bid up as much as I want to get him as long as, you know, I, I, I'm willing to spend that money for him, you know? <laughs> no, You're not getting Patrick me? Mahomes. Just stop it. You're not going to get Patrick Mahomes. He's off the table. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. You leave that gem alone. <laughs> Oh, Noel, I, I think it's funny because I, I think I said at the beginning of the podcast that most everybody who starts starts in like a, a standard one QB snake league. But I think when you joined in, you started right away into the auction. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I started right into the auction and like I didn't really have any major preferences um, starting just because I only watched the Chiefs. So I was like, OK, well, I want Travis Kelsey. I want Jamal Charles. Like that was that was it for me. Like, but even now, like, I feel like my strategy every year is kind of been the same, like where you were talking about a snake draft and how you're just kind of sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Um, I feel like I usually have about four players that I'll spend all my money on. <laughs> and then I have like dollar, dollar bin signs. <laughs> I get yeah, like an I mean, auto draft for the rest of my team, but it's like worked out pretty well for me every year. So yeah, like I'm a, if, if you get the top quarterback, you know, one of the top receivers, top running back, and top tight end every year, it really doesn't matter too much who's on your bench and everything because you you can find other guys on the waiver wire and everything. As long as you have four studs, if you have four of the top guys, and it's hard to do that in, in a stake draft because you know we we all know you know. The top QB this yeah. year are oh, yeah. Holmes and, and Jackson. The top running backs are going to be, uh, you know, CMC, Zeke, Saquon. Um, and really, if, if you want, if, if you say, you know what, I think my strategy this year is going to be, I want Saquon and Zeke no matter what. You can't do that in the snake draft. You're not going to get those two guys. But in an auction, you may have to spend most of your budget to get them, but you can do it. And oh, maybe yeah. it works out, maybe it doesn't. So. Um, yeah, so, it's, uh, it's funny too. Before. And it, well, and her, she forgets to always say that at least one of her dollar, dollar finds is always some gem. Like the year she got Deshaun Watson for a dollar. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was a good year. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, well, that's the thing that like um, uh, you have to find those. I mean, anybody can get the the stars. It's it's, it's finding it's finding those hidden hidden gems that. Uh, uh, not the movie starring Adam Sandler, but the hidden gems, um, in in a draft, and um, sometimes you do that in, in an auction. Same way you, you do it in the snake draft. So, um, now that we've been doing these leagues, because we we my, my league adds like new rules every year. Uh, we went from two QB. Now we do super flex. We added two teams. We went from no PPR to half PPR to full PPR. Uh, we might add tight end premium points this year. Um, and uh, I can't remember who either Nick. Stabler was saying that people are resistant to change, um, uh, and you were reluctant to get into a league so uh, like this uh, to begin with. But now I think you like it. Um, what do you recommend people who are resistant to change and how they should approach going into their like Nate going into their first auction draft or changing a league from non PPR to PPR, going from one QB to two QB? Yeah, um, to be honest, I I would just highly suggest just trying anything. I mean. At the end of the day, it's, you know, all it really is is just a way to talk shit with your friends in another, you know, <laughs> in another form. 
you know, that's really all we're doing is just getting together, having a bunch of fun. And so like at the end of the day, like if, if it's something that, you know, you didn't end up liking or anything like that, then, you know, you can mix it up next year. But I, I mean, I've never even heard of the, you know, four year uh, dynasty and things like that. And I mean, just him talking about that right now, I'm just like, man, so I'm already like putting plans in my head of, of, uh, you know, how I might try to approach some of my friends with that. So, all right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. There's a lot of cool things out there. See, see, Stabler, now that, that's already, you already have five new people in a new league. So I mean, you can start that now. Yeah, let's have to leave. Let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, Stabler, um, uh, how did you, like, we heard Noel's story, um, how she got started. How did you guys get started into the fantasy football um, uh, uh, atmosphere? Um, so I started over at my buddy Dan's house uh, with fantasy baseball. His dad got really into it. This is like early, well, mid 90s, I'd probably say. And, um, yeah, we just loved it. He let us, he let us set his lineup every single night and things like that. And I thought it was so cool. And then, um, I didn't even know fantasy football existed and my mom's work had a league and they needed one more team. And so my dad and I are like, well, we don't know how to do it, but sure. We'll hop in, you know? And, uh, we, we know football, like we know players. It's just, we didn't understand like the aspect of fantasy, but luckily we got Sean Alexander that breakout year that he had. And I think we had Randy Moss on our team as well. So, so like the winning, like just got me so excited. I was so competitive about it. And, uh, then, um, just kind of got a few friends in, I think we started with a 10 team league and when I was in high school, maybe my sophomore year. And, then we we kind of lost like you filter out the ones that don't want to set their lineup every week and things like that or start having fun with it and so it's like well you lose one or two then you bring in one or two and then it's like eventually you event you get a a good league that you really like and so that's kind of how i got started and where we're at today and i'm like i love my my league right now from top to bottom it's just my best friends everybody cares everybody sets their lineups like there's constant trash talking in the thread things like that so so yeah, that's it. <laughs> right, right, and um, uh, so Nate, um, uh, so I mean, you're making a big change, um, and congratulations on getting a league to change because it, it is pretty hard. I, I, I know it was. Uh, luckily, when I changed i was able to bring over people i I know these these are like the five or six that i know will want to play fantasy football no matter what we do you know and then i just had to find a few more to make all right like noel i was like noel you know she she likes football maybe she'll enjoy this i don't know let's throw a dartboard and see if she likes and she ended up she ended up liking it uh and we just find people who you know who who like it um what do you recommend to people who want to get their league mates to uh change to auction to QB, anything like that, to, to do a drastic change from what they're, nor- they're normally um, uh, used to. Well, see, I think uh, if you got a good sales pitch or people that can talk, because, like, our guys at first, I mean, this was a work league, and while it's fun to talk shit on your coworkers, kind of like Stabler says, some of these guys aren't going to be 100% in on the league or not. But me and uh, my buddy Mike, who run the league, we kind of convince them have good selling points on it and kind of full explanation as to why I think a lot of people are resistant because they don't really understand it. Hey, I yeah, got a uh, quick selling point here, if that's okay. 
Uh, Nate, who's in on this podcast with me, who's one of my best friends in the whole world. Uh, before fantasy football, he didn't like me much, and we'd just see each other at parties here and there, and we didn't really know each other. And well, uh, that's we got uh, in fantasy football league together, and the rest is history, you know? So it brings people <laughs> well, it together. It didn't realize, help like, there was an evil girl yeah. talking shit on it all the time, too. So Yeah, we had a we had a girl that was saying opposite things to us that was his <laughs> wife or girlfriend. I don't know. But anyways, America. it's all worked out. football. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, Nate really wants to defend himself here. Like, he didn't always hate Taylor for 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 a certain reason. So, I, I had bad information from a bad ex-wife. Let's put it that way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Tyson, um, so how, how many leagues are you in now? Um, normally, I just try to keep it to two. I the very first year when uh, when I met you and we did it, I I think I was in three or four. Um, but that was kind of, like I said, I, I just kind of pushed yours aside. Didn't think I'd have a ton of fun, but it was so much fun. I ended up, uh, you know, of course, just staying there. So I pretty much just have yours and then I have a work league with all my buddies. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's good. I mean, like I'll, I'll probably do like, like three or four main ones. I've added a couple of dynasty leagues. So now it's probably pushed to five or six and then I'll have like a work league, which is like, yeah, I, I did a work league last year where I ended up winning. But it wasn't a very fun league for me. Like I was just like, all right, cool. But just because it was a short, and it was people I knew, but like I didn't have connection with, you know. Because yeah, we we all formed these bonds uh, through fantasy football. Um, Noel, um, uh, so when you first started, you only did what? I know you only did that one league when you first started. Um, do, do you have a work league? Do you or like do you? you know, I, I know you don't do it with your kids, not yet at least. They're, they're not really no. ready for that, I think. <laughs> um, uh, um, but do, do you I have think... other friends that? No, I mean, I did, so one year, I think that was probably the year that I met Tyson because he was like, so eh about the, the, the auction draft that he's like, no, 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 I'll do one. We'll do a snake draft. And I think he like hooked my uh, dad and brother into doing it. And my dad had never done it. He had no idea what he was doing, but he had fun. Um, but he, that was the only year that I ever did too. And it was so frustrating because I was like, well, dang it, I'm watching a game and in one league, I need this guy to do really well, but he, I, I, re- I need this other guy to do well in my other league. And it was just, it was too much. It was too much for my poor soul <laughs> to try and compute. I was like, nope, nope. I got to have one team that I can just focus all my efforts into because I'm feeling too, I'm feeling too torn here. So I just, I just do the one and I don't have any, like, I don't have any girlfriends that are that into it. I've tried to talk to them about it before, but they're all just kind of like, I don't get it. So I'm like, all right, well, that's, you know what? I don't get it either. I just, that guy looks like he's really fast. So I drafted him. I, I'm like, you don't have to know that much about it. Like, it's not like the stakes are that great. It's just fun to do. And it makes Sundays a lot more interesting. Okay, and uh, so that, that's been an interesting, interesting point because um, um, as as a as a female as a woman, because um, my stable talked about doing all women league, um, which is great, which is fine. What do you recommend to people who, like you said, your dad didn't wasn't really into it, didn't really get it? Um, it's hard for people who don't watch football regularly, I think, to play fantasy football. Like if, if you don't watch football every Sunday, or at least keep up with the stats. A staff nerd, watch Sports Center. It's hard because like these people mean nothing to you. They're just names, 
on a board and every once in a while they do something good you're like oh you know so you, you don't have the context there um what do you think helped you stay with fantasy football um because like again you never played and after the first year um was it bonding was it that you you got more out of it or what was it that like clicked for you that would help other, it click for other people who don't play fantasy football oh paul i i don't know it just i feel like um I honestly feel like my dad should have liked it because he watches football all the time. But I think the hard part for him and maybe for other people is like separating, like I get, I get, I have a hard time when I'm like, I really need the chiefs to win. But also with this, this defense playing against my team, like still does kind of okay. That would be great. Uh, <laughs> and it can feel, it can feel like a little bit of a conflict when you're so vested in your own team but you're also rooting for these other players that maybe aren't necessarily on your team it's kind of that loyalty thing I found myself being very loyal like I think what was it three years in a row I just kept drafting AJ Green and Antonio Brown I just kept putting them on my team because I was like well they were on my team last year I guess I better get them again (laughs) and I wouldn't I'm like the worst person when it comes to trading because I get I feel like this this bond to my team, you know, like, I'm like, I drafted you guys. I believe in you guys. I'm not going to give up on you. Even though you've had a really rough go, I'm not going to trade you to anyone. (laughs) I think I've maybe made like two trades in all the years I've played fantasy football. So I don't know, maybe it just takes the right personality to like enjoy it because maybe other people just don't get vested in how fun it can be. As long as I beat your brother, I think it's a good season. Like (laughs) (laughs) that is like everybody's goal. Just just beat my brother. Um, I I will. I will second that. That is my goal every year. So (laughs) Um, that that is um, uh, uh, so when there's that like fantasy football like um, uh, like movie like Rudy moment. That's Noel. Noel's up the helm of that team, going. I believed in you guys. We did it. And so, um, (laughs) Stabler. Taylor, same question to you. Um, uh, like I, I know that you help people get started in the leagues, people who haven't played fantasy football before. Do you know that people stay after they get started, or they drop off and you have to get new people every year? Like, how does that work? Or, or like, how, how do you think um, it is? It helps to get people to stay in the leagues and to enjoy it. I think uh, what. So I'll use my buddy Matt for example. He knew nothing about uh, football. He's really into like. Uh, like RPG games and stuff like that. So like when I, when I gave him that aspect and said, Hey, it's just the same thing. You're just using real life football players and it depends on what happens on the TV, you know? Uh, but the, the biggest thing for us is we at least get together minimum once a month on a Monday night for Monday night football. Uh, we try to do, we try and do it every week and it really starts off well at the start of the season, but then people get busy or it's like, Oh, I can't afford it. You know, things like that. So we usually go to a bar or something like that. But, um, but the, I think that is the funnest because uh, Monday night is the last game of the week. Um, there's a lot on the line. You're you're with the people you're either against or you're you're rooting for to help your team get to the playoffs or something like that. So so it's just a lot more fun. I think it's keeping the connection throughout the season and keeping people. That's what keeps people interested. Because if you show up and you didn't start your lineup, you're gonna hear it. You know, you're gonna hear from everybody. But um, I think that's mostly what helps our league. Uh, Plus, we have a couple people who live out of state now, and it's kind of like our way of staying connected, things like that. But, yeah, I don't know. And sometimes people just get burnt out, you know. We've had somebody that was in the league for 
most to 10 years. And then they just said, you know what, I'd rather go hunting than spend my weekends watching football and worrying about it. So I don't know. I guess it's just kind of, just kind of how life goes. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's true. Um, uh, and we all have, and hopefully I like, I, I know it's June and um, festival is normally not on my mind at this time of year, um, except for dynasty leagues. And with, I mean, with all the shit going on in the world right now, it's even further <laughs> allowing you like, and like, oh, like, who cares if the season starts? You know, we have so much going on right now that I know that people love football. I, I, I've said on multiple podcasts that football is actually one of my least favorite sports to watch. If it wasn't for fantasy football, I probably would have stopped watching years ago. But um, fantasy football is like the anchor that keeps me there. Where you know, I love stats. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll watch the games just for that. Like, I'm at the point where like Noel was talking about loyalty to her team, where loyalty. To Fantasy football team has actually overtaken my loyalty to my own football team for a variety of different reasons. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Nate, uh, we're about to end here. Um, uh, I, I really want to do some more of these fantasy football episodes, like talking about our favorite types of leagues, favorite leagues that we've been in, best fantasy football stories, just some stuff, stuff like that. We, we might, maybe as the season gets sooner, uh, gets closer to starting, uh, fingers crossed, I guess, uh, we'll talk, start talking like strategies and stuff. But Nate, um, what do you hope to get out of like this fantasy football podcast and how to what do you expect to get um uh, when um uh, fantasy football starts and like what do you hope that uh what do you hope that continues in your fantasy football fandom, I guess? From as far as the podcast goes, like I'm really enjoying like kind of learning some of these aspects that I hadn't thought of before. And uh as far as the fantasy year goes, man, I just want to be stable again like I always do every year. I think those are like my only two wins <laughs> in this league. Yeah, he's got my number. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully turn the tide. But I'm I'm really looking forward to this season if it goes because, you know, I'm, I'm a Broncos fan and fantasy's been keeping my football seasons alive for the past couple of years. You know, I ain't had much to root for. So fantasy's yeah. kind of my joy for every Sunday. Uh, Tyson, um, uh, I know that um, uh, we already made fun or you know, made the fact that, um, uh, you know, th- th- there's that one guy in our league that's like, okay, this is the guy we want to beat every year, you know, and so you, you hope you do. Because, <laughs> like, you, you can go one and, you know, you can go one and 12, but as long as you get that one win against him, that, that's fine. Um, oh, I didn't so, even um, make the playoffs last year, and I was so excited I beat your brother in the regular season. So <laughs> that's all I cared about. <laughs> um, uh, what do you what what does fantasy football give you in your life? Like I'm a like I'm a is it it's a break obviously, but like I'm a I don't know, describe that break to you. Uh, like what why you need that break in your life? I guess. Yeah, I mean I I'm in sales, so my my whole day is you know filled with calling people and trying to get them to do this and do that. My end of my months are all nuts, and the end of the quarter is even more insane and. So I mean I'm I'm constantly up and running Monday through Friday and just go 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 and so it's always nice just to kind of tune out you know just enjoy a game or something like that and you know I have family who coaches collegiately so that's always fun to to watch some of those games but the past couple of years they were rebuilding a program so you know sometimes it's tough <laughs> you know you got to be patient and on the other hand I'm kind of there with you because I mean I'm a 49er fan and we had a great season this year but you know after Harbaugh left of course he he turned the program around then all of a sudden he left and then it was some dark times there as well so you know sometimes it's just fun just to watch good football and and sometimes you end up you know seeing players that 
maybe you would never have seen because I'm not a Browns fan or a Bengals fan or something like that. But there's some players on there that are super fun to watch. So, you know, it's just it just kind of allows me at least to kind of tune off, turn out the world and, and just kind of enjoy the weekend. Yep, yep, exactly. Like, I mean, it's just nice to have that, you know, like just like just something that you can call your own and um, be able to enjoy yourself. I, I, I feel bad because like, I'm thinking about like the introduction I gave Noel earlier, you know, as a, as a mom. She's like, she's a mom. She has uh, two wonderful kids right now. Um, one but, um, one she does wonderful all... kid. The other one, <laughs> we won't get into that. That's a different podcast. <laughs> all right. She has two kids. Um, uh, sometimes I like them more, and sometimes they don't. Which is called parenting, folks. Um, uh, but Noel also, like, I'm, uh, I mean, not only do you have, you know, are you a parent, uh, but you, um, uh, you are training to be in. Um, I, I, what's the competition? Because I, I don't want to give it the wrong oh, verbiage. It's a bodybuilding, bodybuilding competition. Okay. Yeah. So she, she's a super fit. She, she's someone that I'm, uh, and um, she's somebody that I'm. Uh, uh, I, I would go to. For um, uh, mental health um, uh, checkups because like I'm not, I just needed hey like hey you know Noel's a very uh, uh, intelligent person and has studied this and has really good insights on stuff so I just want to say Noel's very well rounded in person and she plays oh, fantasy football too. so <laughs> and I play fantasy football too yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that, that, that's Laura on your list you do love it and um, uh, just can you explain your love for fantasy football now that you that you've been doing it for almost a decade. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't know. I like the social aspect of it. And I feel like I got to know a lot of people. Um, Cause I, when I joined your league, I only knew you. That was it. I barely knew your brother. And now I want to beat your brother to a pulp every season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's fun because I grew up playing sport, you know, and it's like it, as a mom now, that kind of competitive streak is somewhat uh, limited for me because, you know, outside of me doing the bodybuilding competition last year, like I just, I don't have the time to be out playing soccer, you know, two to three times a week. I don't, I I think you've asked me, you've invited me several times to go play co-ed softball. And I'm like, I have no one to watch the kids. Like, <laughs> I can't. There's, I just can't. So this is something that I can do competitively from my home while I'm watching my kids. And so it, I still get to taste, you know, that little bit of glory from my glory days, but I don't have to like bend over backwards to, to be able to make, to fit it into my life. If that makes sense. First of all, how old how old kids have to be to watch themselves? Like four or five, right? Like they don't need like, hey, here's a TV, here's a refrigerator. I mean, I feel like <laughs> that's all they need, right? That's I know, dream, I know. We were we were, a, we were just getting <laughs> we were just getting to that point where we can be like, okay, go play, bye, love you. But now we're adding another one, so you know. Yeah. We're, have, these we're grounded. Babies, all right? Congratulations, these babies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got a 15 year old down to four and it's just like, they just two spread out in ages. Every time I think I'm getting rid of one more come. So <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do. Stabler, when are you going to have kids, man? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still focused on winning fantasy football championship. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, um, 
guys. I, I, I want to do some more of these series. I, I want to talk. Do you guys have any fantasy football ideas? Uh, and when I say everybody, I mean people listening, you, uh, you guys here on the podcast. Uh, if people like listening to this, let's, let's do some more. Let's talk more fantasy football. Uh, I know it's um, a late June, but uh, we, we got to distract ourselves a little bit from the world. Um, for everybody in my league, we'll, we'll start planning stuff at the end of July. Uh, so get your, get your fantasy football views ready because people have the money. All right. Um, uh, Stabler, I'm going to hit up um, uh, what your, your socials are and podcast and where they can find you. Yeah, you can reach me. I'm on a little bit of a hiatus right now. We're getting our basement finished. And then as soon as that's done, hopefully within the, the end of the month, um, my wife is allowing me to have a studio room for podcasts. So as soon as we get that going, um, the talk tirade with Stabler and friends will be back. Um, we do a few different things during football season. We do a weekly football podcast. Uh, overall, my, my uh, biggest passion is doing a trivia podcast show. And uh, we did a few episodes, but I want to get like a really well-maintained a uh, little bit of a tournament of trivia so so that will be my first project once we start coming back out next month nate's my co-host there so get ready nate but yeah you can reach us on twitter at uh talk tirade and also on facebook thanks for the plug man <laughs> no no i mean, well, I, mean I, I hope this um, i hope this episode goes in your feed it goes in my feed i mean i i have a lot of podcasts so i'm trying to throw it in as many feeds as possible uh nate um so uh, with that trivia podcast, what was your favorite part of doing the trivia, the Talk Tirade trivia podcast? Oh, man. The trivia Tirade. Oh, my God. I just think all the uh, fun jokes we made during it and getting together with all the friends, hanging out. I think, though, yeah. now that I've heard all these fantasy stories, I think your brother needs to be on it because it uh, seems like everybody wants to beat him. So. I want to join in on the beating as well. <laughs> Real quickly, give us a rundown why it's so satisfying to be, to beat my brother in fantasy football. You know, I can't. For the life of me, I all I remember is when I first joined the league. Noel was like, "Oh, I'm playing Boo this week." Oh, I'm playing, and I was like, "It oh, is geez, him." There's some there's some bad blood there. Is it like what's going on? And then like I played him, everything was fine, and it was I think it was year two or three. Um, he said something on the boards that just rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I remember I responded and then the feud started, like it just <laughs> began. And, I, and it's, just been, it's been going on ever since we're like in year six of this. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. I mean, Boo's a good dude. It's just funny just cause he, he is very good. And so, you know, that if you beat him, you had a good week. So it's always it's always a good it's always a good time to to go it's against. Good, it's good shit talking in my league, folks. Um, uh, we keep it we keep it cordial, but um, uh, hey, we have rivalries that, that develop. Uh, Tyson, can I, tell you, you, can I tell you guys a quick story? Yeah. Quick story about how I ended up out of this fantasy football league, and I'm still kind of embarrassed of it. But um, <laughs> me and Nate are in a league with our friend uh, our friend Mike who runs it and they've got this girl who's been in the league for the entire time. And I think she's taken last every single year, which is fine. Like, I don't care. I like having her here there. She's a lot of fun, but one day somebody sent her a trade offer. This was the year that Peyton Manning set the record for most touchdowns. Um, they said that they want to receive Peyton Manning and they're going to give her like Terrence West, Teddy Ginn jr. And somebody else. And this girl, uh, uh approved the trade. 
And then our commissioner approved the trade. And I was like, first place, had the most points, all this. Like, this is my year, right? And uh, the trade went through, and the guy that got Peyton Manning just stacked his team and uh, won, the, won the league, beat me out of the playoffs. So, so I kind of lost uh, my cool. It was for Kaepernick because she's a <laughs> Niners fan. Hey, it shook up the whole league, and I was just so upset that she takes last every year and just always messes up the league for me. Cost me championships, <laughs> but yeah, so so I quit, and then I felt bad, and I wanted to get back in, but the commissioner wouldn't let me. So, but he let my wife join, so now I live vicariously through her, and I get to go to the party still. You run the <laughs> team. Not the league. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> well, it sounds like I'm, uh, you know, Noel Tyson might have to add another league this year. Uh, we might do a fantasy football podcast league. We'll see. So, um, Tyson Noel, uh, do you guys want to? You guys want to share any socials, social media, or do you guys just want to stay off the grid? What do you guys want to do here? I know that you guys have IG and stuff. I don't know if you guys want to share that with the the audience. I, I mean, mean, I, I mean. I mean, I do, but I'm I'm not that cool. Like, no, there's no, I I all I do is post pictures of my kids on Instagram. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't. I mean, I think. No, I no. Can, here's uh, my here's my thought about that. You let the people decide if oh, you're okay. cool or not. All right. So. Oh right. Okay. All right. Uh, so my handle is my name. <laughs> it's Noel Mackey Pove <laughs> at Noel Mackey Pove. Right. Uh, right. But and I think Tyson's actually fitness, in the work. He, he doesn't, huh? I said fitness photos, kids photos. That's, that's pretty much it, right? Oh, Tons there's definitely photos, some fitness know? photos. If there's a bunch of guys listening, I'd go check out our bikini pics if I were you. So, <laughs> so, it's, so it's a good time. I've closed more than a few deals of doctors by showing them what my life looks like. So <laughs> it's, uh, it plays in my favor. Plays in my favor quite often now. <laughs> little bit, little uh, bit no, 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 what a no. pregnancy and a quarantine will do to you. <laughs> hey, well, that's, that's, that's fine, Noel. Uh, you work hard, um, uh, and pregnancies are great. Um, you obviously mm-hmm. am, uh, are, are doing well with kids. Um, uh, and after you have a kid, if, if it feels like bodybuilding is still in your future, you're going to train hard for that. I know you're going to do it again. So I, I don't oh, see any problem oh, with the pregnancy quarantine right now. So. Um, uh, just some, uh, you know, after this kid, you know, don't let the protein have give you another baby. Unless, uh-huh. unless you want one. Goodness That's you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we might be tapped out. <laughs> um, you are outnumbered Three now. boys. Three boys is uh, You are outnumbered. So. Many. All right, uh, folks, I'm, uh, please, I'm, uh, so again, this this will be on the high notes um, uh, uh, stream. We'll try to get on the talk tirade stream. Uh, maybe Geek Gods. I mean, I host a lot of podcasts, and, uh, so I'll try to put on as many places as I can. Um, uh, you can follow me at, at Superman, that's H-U-U-T-I-N, Superman, just like it's spelled. Uh, we'll talk more fantasy football. You have, have any uh, questions or comments, or if you want... Oh, Nate! I'm, uh, Nate, uh, Nate, give us your social, social I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry, man. I really don't do much social, but I got uh, Twitter at Tremor1207 if y'all want to check out my but, retweeting. If that's, if that's your PSN account too, we, we can play 2K together. So. Oh yeah, um, Tremor twelve oh seven there too. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So um, yeah, guys, join us. Um, uh, and uh, if you like this episode, please um, uh, like, subscribe, tell us you like it, so we can make more episodes talking about fantasy football, our best, our worst, favorite leagues, and I'm um, gonna uh, see if we can get a league together with everybody. So, thanks for joining. We'll see you guys.
next time. Bye.